When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Keep Watch Pass. Thank you so much for subscribing and tuning in and listening to us. You know, not necessarily rant, but pontificate over a number of movies. And we have a fun one because we're talking about buddy movies this week. And here is my bestest buddy, my lovely wife, Carrie. How are you doing today? (laughs) (laughs) You say things. I do say things. (laughs) At at least you didn't take the whole bestest buddy thing as like being friend zoned. Oh, man. Right? I'm on the couch tonight. Although that being said, when we finally get the J&K movie... (laughs) that will qualify for this that's for sure right right so let me explain what we're doing here we are about to talk buddy movies so this is movies where you have like definitely a duo like a a a team if you will a one-two punch of characters uh you and you know the movies we're talking about here and it, it will come very clear as we get into this but what we're going to do is we're going to take buddy movies and we are going to choose three each a keep a watch, and a pass. The Keep movie is one that we hold in absolute high regard and have to have every single version of, whether it be physical media or however many platforms it's streamed on, we'll subscribe to all of them. When it comes to the watch movie, we'll sit there and say, yeah, no, it's on, it's cool, and my butt is on the chair. We're happy. And then there's the pass. And we would definitely skip the past. We're changing the channel. We're doing the dishes. We're taking a two-hour walk. We're doing anything but watching that buddy movie. So now it's time to go through and announce what our keep, our watch, and our pass are. And Carrie, I'm going to start with you with your keep film. Excellent. I got to go with Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures for my absolute keeper um, in fact, I think the, the pinnacle of my parenting peak was when <laughs> Ooh, nice, nice I, alliteration. when I sat down and watched Bill and Ted's excellent adventure with our oldest and he was laughing at all the right points <laughs> and he was, he was really into it. He really enjoyed it. And it was just kind of like, yes, because <laughs> Oh, God, now I feel so ancient. Um, (laughs) But he's roughly the age when it first came out, and I watched it when I was his age. Oh, my God, I'm having an aneurysm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) However, oh, like Bill and Ted, Bill, 
S. Preston, Esquire, and Ted, and Ted Theodore, Theodore Logan. Logan. <laughs> <laughs> we are Wild Stallions. Unfortunately, this is an audio-only podcast, and you cannot see us air guitaring. Uh, Regardless, though, <laughs> <laughs> freaking loved it. Although I didn't love the um, what's the the the, the last one? Bill the and third Ted one. face the music. Face the music. Oh. Well, I was so looking forward to it as well. Like for the record, I was psyched when I heard that they made it, mm-hmm. and then I was watching well, the it. The world was, was psyched for it. I was like, "Oh, oh, mm. this is this is very disappointing." <laughs> I, <laughs> disappointing. Very disappointing. But you know what? I I mean, it did it need to be done? I don't know. I mean, I mean the time felt right to do it, but. And I might as well just tell you right now that Bill and Ted Face the Music is my hard pass on this. I wrote it down and then I scratched it out. (laughs) And then I I, I put, I I didn't want to go, I didn't want to look at this franchise negatively. So Mm -hmm. I put it as my keep. Well, I'm going to crap all over it. So, (laughs) but I'm only going to crap on the third movie, right? Yeah. And the thing is like... I, I get that Bogus Journey actually does qualify for It's Not That Bad, and somewhere down the road, we might actually tackle I actually Bogus enjoyed Journey. that one. Well, Bo- Bogus Journey also had a killer soundtrack, the soundtrack too, right? soundtrack with... And death. Right? <laughs> the baddest death... The baddest bass player ever yeah. is death himself. Death. But no, I, I completely agree. Like, like you, I was so stoked to see that a Bill and Ted third movie was going to happen and and i'm watching this and i'm like it's it's missing the magic it's missing the madcapness it's missing what made the first two films fun and i i I feel bad because i i feel like the 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 two girls who played their daughters were actually quite good in those roles especially and and i can't remember her name off the top of my head but the one who played ted's daughter i think nailed perfectly what ted theodore logan's daughter would probably end up being like Mm -hmm. like i really enjoyed them i think i would have rathered the movie focus on them rather than focus on bill and ted if that seems kind of weird yeah i i get it i mean oh it was again i i don't know i don't know if it was if it was needed, did the world need this? No. I don't know. It just made me sad. I think it made a lot of fans of the franchise sad. Yeah. I mean, you can go to the well too many times and it can actually sour the rest of the franchise once you... Oh, you know what this is? This is Clerks 3. You see, I... I liked Clerks 3, but... I liked it, but it was sad. Mm-hmm. It, You know, it's the kind of movie that when it's done, you're just sitting there. And you, your jaw, you have to pick up your jaw off of your chest. And it's just like, uh, uh. Yeah. What did I just see? Yeah. Like, it was kind of like that, but maybe not as dramatic i don't know it it was just kind of like did it i think the thing i think the thing with clerks three is that you know where the heart of the story came from and Mm -hmm. it was with kevin smith's heart attack and his um i i guess sudden introduction to mortality and 
yeah, I don't know that one. That one hit me hard. Mm-hmm. No, and I, and I get that, but you you'll also understand that in writing it out this way, it may have also been cathartic for Kevin Smith to be able to to put a mortality to these characters with Bill and Ted face the music. It's not like there was a mortality. It's just that it wasn't as fun. But why did they, they aged them to the point of like, well, it was cute because they were still friends in the senior citizen home. But yeah. I don't know. Like, was it, did we need to, did, did we need to see? Did, did, did we not, did way? we not see, say everything that we needed to say about Bill and Ted in the first two films? Uh, the third one proved that yes, we did. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, Bill and Ted fans, if I just crapped on your uh, your favorite franchise, but it it's just made only, me sad. It's only the third movie that's my hard pass. I do like the other two, but I will say that neither of the other two is my keep movie. Ooh, what's your keep? Pardon me, because my Canadian is about to show in this one, because my keep movie is Strange Brew, <laughs> the Bob and Doug McKenzie movie. This is the most Canadian piece of Canadiana that ever Canadian outside of Canada or inside of Canada. And if you are unfamiliar with Bob and Doug McKenzie, uh, please let me explain. Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas created these characters, Bob and Doug McKenzie, and they hosted what would basically be, I feel like, the predecessor to... Wayne's World, when you think about it, uh, with their Great White North show on local access TV where they would eat back bacon, uh, drink two fours, and say A a lot. Strange Brew is basically, and you have to realize, if you watch this, just remember, Strange Brew is basically the drunken Canadian retelling of Hamlet. You're think you're trying to picture this now, right? Hmm. Let me explain. Okay. So in Hamlet, um, the king's brother has the king murdered so he can marry the wife, right? In Strange Brew, the brew the brewery owner's brother has the owner of the brewery killed so he can marry the wife and take over the brewery. Okay. Uh, they have the dot, uh, their daughter, sorry. They have their daughter locked away in the castle in Hamlet. Uh, they have their daughter who is the rightful owner of the brewery. As far as line of secession goes, uh, put into, uh, an insane asylum. Uh, you've got Hamlet in Hamlet, of course, uh, in strange brew, you have Rosie LaRose, Bob and Doug McKenzie are Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. And to top it all off, in Hamlet, Selsenor Castle. In Strange Brew, Selsenor Brewery. <laughs> now, admittedly, there is no Oktoberfest bratwurst eating super dogs in Hamlet, which I think Strange Brew then is now the better version of Hamlet. Because of that. But so they took certain liberties. <laughs> they, they took a ton of liberties here. But it is, it's really one of those things where you take um, certain aspects of a classic story, like a Shakespearean story, and you then modify it to fit some kind of fun, um, different property, and it still works. But yes, if you ever want a good Canadian laugh, you have to watch Strange Brew. And not only that, but their um, 12 um, 
their take on uh, oh, that, the 12 days of Christmas. Okay, okay. So, dear listeners. Is. <laughs> that okay. is a staple. Yes. They put out a comedy album called The Great White North, okay? And it is actually available on Spotify to listen to. Uh, so, their 12 days of Christmas is iconic. Go listen to the album, right? There's actually a song they do there called Take Off with guest star Getty Lee from Rush. Getty Lee from Rush is on a Bob and Doug McKenzie album and you can listen to it on Spotify. And if you know, you know, but pardon me while I... (laughs) Only a handful of Canadians will laugh at that. (laughs) And I'm laughing. (laughs) You weren't expecting that, were you? What are you talking about? Eh? <laughs> I, I'm now going to record that and make that your ringtone. Oh so anytime God. I call, that will be the sound coming out <laughs> of your phone. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Okay, so I'm two movies down. So what is your watch movie? Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I don't even know anymore. (laughs) So I think I need to, you know, get into... um, You're going to need a beer after this one. Yeah, I'm going to need part of Harold and Kumar's stash on their quest for White Castle. Yes. Um, That is... You know what? Any one of the Harold and Kumar movies, whether it's... Their quest for White Castle burgers, which I am still very disappointed that we didn't stop just to try a White Castle (laughs) burger. So my American friends, let me know, you know, just let me know right, right in and and tell me what I'm missing. What Mm. is a White Castle burger all about? Because why are White Castle burgers that good? I need to know. I need to know why Harold and Kumar, I mean, aside from the fact that I know that they were 
rather stoned and it was late at night and they didn't have much money so they were I'm sure if you're that stoned any burger is that good well I mean I'm sure there's a McDonald's on every corner right so why there's no White Castle on our corners no Mm. no but that being said by the way you know it's funny you mentioned this Uh, so I was watching watching History 101 on Netflix and it's just these like little short you know very quick you know, infographic style kind of history lessons that apparently one of the first fast food joints ever in the States was White Castle. Really? Yeah. More than like Burger King? Older than, yes. Older than Burger King? Older, yes. Huh. Yeah. I always thought Burger King was like the- No, White Castle. Forefather. White Castle. Huh. I learned things on Netflix. Well, there you have it. <laughs> this is what happens when you watch way too many things. And I learned something today. Right? Exactly. But the thing is, like, it's also really, really interesting to us because, as mentioned, we don't have White Castle up here in Canada. At least at least not anywhere near us. Not that we know of. You know, and there are certain franchises, like food franchises, um, or even foods, period, that we don't get up here. Dunkin' Donuts. No, there's a there's Dunkin' Donuts Do up here. Do we have Dunkin' Donuts? Yes. I've never had a Dunkin' Donut not, here. Not as prevalent. I mean, like Dunkin' Donuts in the states is like Tim Hortons up here, and I know there's Tim Hortons down there. I know, but I not always, as prevalent. I I lose my ish when I see a Tim Hortons. Like, can can I make a confession, dear listeners? There are certain things that when we're down in the states, um, we have to buy in mass quantities. The last time we were in the States, I may, may. You did. I did. Bought like 40 or $50 worth of RC Cola. I hope the border guards aren't listening to this. I told the border guards we had like $40 <laughs> of RC Cola. They're, they're literally like, do you, do you have anything to declare? I said, yes, I have about $40 of RC Cola in the trunk of the car. We'll okay. trade ketchup chips for RC Cola. It, there was actually a news story. Yes. Where an, um, an American family came up to Canada and they basically bought out every single bag of ketchup chips that they could find at the grocery store. And they like the, their entire shopping cart is filled with ketchup chips. And right now, all of our American listeners are going, you have ketchup chips? God damn. <laughs> right? Ooh, the ketchup Doritos right? are a must try. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Yes. We are going to basically have like almost like a, a, a hockey trade deal here. So if there's an American that wants to send up some RC Cola and some White Castle burgers, we will send down a Harvey's Burger because that's a Canadian franchise. And we'll send down some ketchup chips to go with it. I'll throw in a Golden Palace egg roll. Mm, Trust me, yeah. friends. That, oh, that yeah. is if you that know, is like gold. If you know, you know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. So that leaves me with my watch movie only, of which I'm going to go off the board a little bit here and not go with a comedy, although it is pretty fun, though, because I'm going to go with Tango and Cash. This film stars Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell as... Not even partners. They're just two cops who are kind of investigating the same uh, crime. And it's Sylvester Stallone is like the straight laced cop, like very business oriented and like well dressed, looks like a banker kind of thing. You know, much like Oscar. Right. And Kurt Russell is, well, he's Kurt Russell. Let's be honest. If you ever wondered why the term foobar is known at a mass appeal level, Tango and Cash is the movie that made this regular lexicon. 
in the English language. I thought it was the actual movie Fubar. No, that came out at way after. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. But I'm sure it was the same before. You know, I'm sure Tango and Cash didn't just magically make it up. Kind of like Dillagaff. By the way, if you ever wonder what Dillagaff stands for, it's do I look like I give a f***. You're welcome, people. Um, but yeah, no, there was something about Tango and Cash that was just so much fun. And I and I remember when we did the the uh, it's not that bad episode on Oscar, and I mentioned that most of my top five Sylvester Stallone films have nothing to do with Rambo or Rocky or The Expendables. Tango and Cash is in my top five all time Sylvester Stallone films. It's one of his more fun roles. It's yeah, he's playing the cop like he usually does. You know, surprise, surprise. But it's more fun. Like, it's at that demolition man level kind of fun where there's action, there's lots of action, and it's over the top action, but it's fun. And Kurt Russell. I mean, anything with Kurt Russell, count me in. Even if he's Santa Claus, count me in because we watched that film. <laughs> that was so great. Right? Uh, but yeah, no, Tango and Cash to me is a top five Sylvester Stallone film, and it's definitely my watch. So now it comes down to you. You got one film left, and that's your pass. What have you got? You know what's interesting? As we were sitting here recording, I literally scratched out my original pick. Mm-hmm. And I decided, no, I can't on this property. I had originally written down Wayne's World. Wayne and Garth. Really? And then I thought, you know what? The movie had so much charm mm-hmm. and and I really can't, I can't that property. And you know what? It had so many um, musical artists that that made appearances throughout the movie. Um, Millie, Millie Walker. I know. I, okay. So, so then I went with, and then I, I thought, you know what? I can't do that. Okay. So my original or my pass now is um, Dumb and Dumber. Mm. Yeah. I, In fact, I can see that. Anything, anything with Jim Carrey. Really? And Jeff Daniels. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. The thing is, so, Je- Jeff Daniels, I like. But not in Dumb and Dumber. No. No, not, not, not playing the, the idiot. I mean, oh, it was, it was just so bad that I don't know why. I don't know why that wasn't originally my past pick. I, I, I don't know what, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, but I definitely, I feel very strongly about going with Dumb and Dumber and the Dumb and Dumberer franchise, the the whole, mm-hmm. yeah, the whole, uh, the, did they make another one? Well, was there a third? There, there was a Dumb and Dumber prequel Ugh. that didn't star Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. They, they had the younger actors that played those roles. But it was the same. But it was the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Idea. Yeah. And then there was Dumb and Dumberer. And yeah, no, I, I get it. And, and I, I know for a while people would look at Dumb and Dumber as, you know, one of his funnier movies. And I'm just like, why? Why? Like Ace Ventura was funnier. Um, liar, Liar at least has heart, you know. Uh, he was phenomenal in Man on the Moon. Like there are much better Jim. I, I really like him in the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Like Even the Cable Guy. Yeah, although Cable Guy's... Cable it was guys, very dark. Yeah, very dark. And that movie, if I remember correctly, actually qualifies. 
Oh. For it's not that bad. So we may have to go and revisit that one. I would defend that. But the thing is, there are so many better performances from Jim Carrey. And this one just felt like, you know. It felt like the longest sketch from SNL that just wouldn't end. Like, or no, um, Jim Carrey was in Living Color, but you get the idea. Yeah. It was like a stupid long sketch that just will not, it just doesn't end. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, the, the Farrelly brothers, it's, they, they, between that and me, myself, and Irene, and some of the other films that they did, like, it's, it, it's fart humor. It's fart and loud, noisy, obnoxious people humor. And that can get old real fast like real fast and i i i don't disagree with you like i don't find dumb and dumber funny and it's yeah i'm sure there's a bright spot in there somewhere maybe lauren holly maybe but no i mean and it's funny too because when you watch a show like the newsroom with jeff daniels and you realize just how good of an actor he is and then you sit there and go, yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. It's not a knock on either of the actors. I mean, Jim Carrey, you know, I, I get that he has his shtick. And that kind of seems to be, um, you know what, though? Because he can he can waver from that and he can play really serious roles. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and well, same as Jim Carrey. Like, it's not like he's just a one-note comedic actor. He is a very talented actor. But Jeff Daniels, um, as I was about to mention, is incredible. Like, if he, if he puts on his serious hat, mm-hmm. he's actually like so incredibly intense in his delivery that it's he's phenomenal i just think that to stupefy his funny side is just it was a waste it was a waste of his talent yeah i'm just i'm just taking a look at the Farrelly brothers uh filmography here and then this was their you know their first film as writer director and producer and i think i think the only film you know, just looking at this, you know, of, of movies that I would watch from the Farrelly brothers, um, maybe there's something about Mary. I mean, that one's good. Although they did do the Three Stooges film, and I know you actually didn't mind the Three Stooges film. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that that stuck more to the original like the, the original feel of the Three Stooges franchise. And there was a template for that. And you couldn't, you couldn't dumb and dumber the Three Stooges, right? You had to, you had to, to be, you know, not sensitive, but you had to, you had to pay homage to the original series. Yeah. You couldn't overdo uh, the characters Yeah, I, as, as much as dumb I, and dumber kind of goes past the line. It like, High jumps over the line. Yeah, you couldn't do take the three stooges and make dumb, dumber, and dumbest. Yeah. Yeah, just no and no. But we want to know what your keep, watch, and pass movies would be when it comes to buddy movies. Find us on social media at Not That Badcast or go to our website at notthatbadcast.com. And while you're there, 
be sure to check out our other shows. It's not that bad, and there can only be one. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you guys. Until next time, this is Keep Watch Pass. She's Carrie. I'm Jay. You guys are awesome for listening. Till next time, everyone. Take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.